Welcome to the Televerse, streaming in place. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Streaming in Place. Uh, we're in week nine here, and we're talking about Lucifer season three, episode nine, The Sinner Man, The Cinnamon. Um, and joining us to help with the conversation, of course, friend of the show, Latoya Ferguson. Welcome back, Latoya. Any uh, other thoughts that you wanted to share uh, about Chloe does Lucifer? Because we okay, only yes. had one episode off. Yeah, yeah. So I will share those notes and then also uh, issue a correction uh, of myself. So first uh, note is uh, <laughs> boo to Noel's two footprints on the sand joke. Boo. <laughs> Allison, you're so wrong. Allison, you're the only one who appreciates that. I'm Just still the laughing. Only one. Boo. Um, let's see. Uh, Allison, you made it like a point about like how it's one of those things about the show making Lucifer stupid for him not realizing like poor Photoshop or green screen, but like in television, even good television, no one ever notices like shitty green screen or shitty Photoshopping. And there's a lot of that. Oh, I do all the time. Well, no, 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 no. The characters People watching it, the characters never do when we're supposed, they're supposed oh. to pretend that it looks good. Yeah. This yeah. Vista that I'm driving past looks really real. Yeah, no, they they totally believe that they're driving somewhere, and it's really impressive. Specifically, <laughs> though, like, poor Photoshopping. Like, look, I'm in Paris, and it's like, no, you're not. No, you but, know. yeah, in TV shows, we're supposed to believe either that the Photoshop is so good, or, no, this is real. That's what reality looks like. That is definitely Canada that we are filming in. Uh, but, yeah, so, so my correction is, and also it uh, kind of adds up to more of Fox dicking the show around, as we were discussing last time I was here. Is so there are only three uh, season two episodes, like the bonus episodes here, and then two more were ordered for season three, which are the last two at the end. But those were supposed to air, so they ordered them not to even air in season three, but to air in season four, which of course they didn't get on Fox, but Fox still made them make those episodes for a season four. So then when they canceled it, they're like, okay, well, fine, we'll just air them now. (laughs) Weird. Yeah. That's so weird to be like, yeah, we're going to want extra episodes in season four. Wait, we're not going to want season four. Oh, but yes, yeah. you still have to make those episodes. <laughs> we'll air them uh, summer, eventually. It's like they're saying, like, well, this bonus uh, season two episodes work so well in season three. Let's do that again for season four. But also, you're canceled now. It's like, maybe just order the right number of episodes and then more episodes for the season you're in. And then mm-hmm. renew it for a new season. <laughs> I love broadcast it, TV. It's like Fox it. when they when they stumble on to a good show, it's like they get pissed about it. They're <laughs> like, "Fuck you for being so good. That's not our thing. Who gave you permission? No, go back to your corner." Especially after one season, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um this episode is The Sinner Man and different ways that we could go to talk about this. But I feel like we need to start with the shipping. And so let's start with Dr. Linda. So how, how are you guys at? Where are you guys at with, with Amenadiel and Dr. Linda? They totally had sex. Right on that <laughs> couch. Pulled it out. Had sex. I mean, we're familiar out, with I the pull-out couch. couch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I realized so that the phrasing was bad. So I wanted to correct myself. <laughs> okay. Um, fair. Yeah, and so just went. Yeah, no, it was, no, they did. Because otherwise, why would you look so embarrassed when uh, Maze comes, Doctor Linda? Why would you look so embarrassed and kerflimped? <laughs> I assumed he might be hiding under the desk, Sarah Lance right. style, yeah. <laughs> right? Like, 
he he was definitely in there. Um, uh, you know, uh, yeah, that's how feels I feel. About like, it too. I was more into it yesterday. Feels feels pretty contr- as charming as they both were. Feels pretty contrived to me. Um, I would very much like to be convinced otherwise. Mm-hmm. Although had- I suppose Latoya and Kate really can't say much because they yeah. know what comes. <laughs> Yeah. I know what happens later. How do you feel about it at this point? I can say that I, when I originally watched it, I enjoyed it as um, a bizarro uh, suits shipping as uh, both of these characters were, and I guess at this point still were even uh, like these actors were recurring characters on suits at the same time as Lucifer. So it's weird. Yeah. Suits <laughs> is weird, man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, why aren't we doing uh Yeah, why aren't we, we doing suits? Suits. <laughs> suits, suits, suits. Zoom suits? Yeah. Um, for me, it... I I am not anti, like, where we're at, you know. I'm not anti the idea. I just don't think they've earned it. And I think they needed to, you know, if they knew they wanted to go this way with those characters, they needed to, like, build some stepping stones because they skipped over a bunch of phases of getting everybody on like of onboarding the fans aside from those who already ship it right because there's always fans who ship anything um and those things are apparently happening they just aren't showing them like when linda's like yeah we've been hanging out a bit it's like oh we've seen a conversation and that is supposed to tell us you guys are spending a lot of time together okay so and it's you know it's like what we were talking about yesterday where it it it's good. Like the stuff is good, but it just feels just so heavy handed that the show's like, get on board with this couple. Cause this, this is happening. And now when we need drama, <laughs> um, and it, I just feel like it needs to breathe more. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. also there were two weeks between uh, this episode and the previous one. So it, there is time for them to have hanging out. It's just that, you know, you wouldn't see with the schedule. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's sort of like the other frustration is if this were like a 13 episode season, I'd sort of go, yeah, okay. But we've got like twenty episodes. <laughs> it's a twenty-six episode season. You can you can play this out a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. It's like I don't know. I mm, often appreciate like a left field. Whoa! Guess this is happening. I can really get on board with that. But it's got to feel organic, and this doesn't. This feels like they need to sort of maneuver a new storyline into place. Um so it's you know it's there there's the will they won't they and then there's the wow this is happening and this yeah. is it's like they're trying to do both at once so they're not doing either of them very well. Yeah. It's it's like a good counter would be sort of like what they're doing on Legends of Tomorrow like this season to a certain extent uh with a couple of its characters where you go, "Oh, I guess. Okay, no, I'm kind of seeing it now." Yeah. Without getting to, like, spoilers. Um, so, for Marcus, I guess. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> well, and the folks listening at home. Yeah. 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 Uh, I think that it kind of makes sense in a way not to have, like, a will-they-won't-they they situation and just go for it. Because, like, your entire show is based on a will-they-won't-they. Will right, of course. With everyone else, you can just, like, go for it. And I, and I feel like, just based on our interactions and, like, and the friendship they have had, I feel like it's kind of not out of left field. It just kind of makes sense to me. And also the height disparity, uh, that's good enough reason <laughs> for anything as far mm-hmm. as I'm concerned. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. 
Okay. Well, what about our little bit of maze that we get here? Again, Latoya and I know where this goes, but how are you feeling about that complication, that wrench? Uh, you know, I actually really appreciated it because I think, uh, first of all, May's f- <laughs> breaking Lucifer out of his confinement because she was mad that he hadn't listened to her and then locking him back up <laughs> so he would listen to her. Genius. Perfect May story. Uh, also, the hair. Big thumbs up from me. Very into it. Um and I'm also super into Lucifer noticing and complimenting her because that's not a thing that happens enough on TV when characters get like a slight redesign. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I appreciate that she, it, because it feels like it's in keeping with Maze's storyline so far and that she's experiencing all of these human emotions and isn't quite sure how to process or handle them. Um, so she's kind of like a teenager, right? Like she all of a sudden she's just got these really big feelings and doesn't quite know what to do with them. So she's probably got a journal at home that she's making little collages in um, and it's just making all kinds of really bad decisions and like all kinds of stuff. <laughs> um, and I And I think that the performance is really good too and sort of draws that out in that she's honestly trying to find the right and healthy way to express these things that she's experiencing, even if, you know, uh, maybe you'd hope that an adult might have a different reaction, I guess. Um, for me, the the entire Amenadiel linda storyline is worth that scene that Maze and Linda have at the end of this episode, which I thought was really, really good and interesting and kind of weird and clumsy and um, very human, I guess. I was yeah. so proud of her yeah. for using her words. It's like, and then I didn't throw rocks at cars. <laughs> uh, and I'm going to think about this and actually express, you know, a haltingly, but she expresses what she's feeling. And I think it comes across well and it makes complete sense. And like, especially like you're saying, Alison, for where she's at in the stage of getting used to having emotions mm-hmm. and processing them. Uh, but yeah, I really like that scene too. I'm nodding for listeners. Um, <laughs> I don't really have anything to add. I think mm-hmm. that we've hit it pretty well. Uh, yeah, Marcus uh, put in the chat major teen energy, which I think is something to, I guess, just keep in, in the back of your mind for a lot of, like, a lot of Maze's behavior. Because, like, in theory, she's an adult, but, like, she's not a human adult. It's, yeah. it's different. She was, There's a reason that, she and Trixie are. Yeah, exactly. She was uh, forged in hell. She's not, wasn't even, like, born. So, you know, she's uh, got to pick up on some things. And she may not always have the appropriate emotional response to things as well, because why would she? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, speaking of having questionably human responses, how are we feeling about Charlotte? Does she still feel too much like mom or does she feel more Charlotte-y here? I was, I wrote in my notes because I know this is something you guys have been talking about. I feel like she seems Charlotte here and not mom and her smiles are genuine and not like I'm scheming smiles. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, I think she finally found the groove. Yeah, I liked her crying in the men's room scene, even if it took her an inexplicably long time to figure out that that's what was happening. Um, <laughs> like, I was, you know, her first question should have been, why are you in the women's room? Yeah. Uh, or she should have gone, what's that smell? Oh, God, that's a urinal cake. I'm in the wrong restroom. Yeah. Crap. Yeah. Um, uh, I, you know, I, I liked it. I... I had a little trouble with some of the sort of logical steps near the end in terms of her reaction to um, going to the diner with Chloe, um, which I really like the Chloe Charlotte dynamic. That's getting very interesting Mm -hmm. and I'm really enjoying it. Um, 
So I, I sort of had a, a hard time getting to what that crying in the men's room scene is supposed to be, but I liked it a lot, and I agree that it feels not so momish here. This feels like Charlotte and it, rather than mom learning how to be human, it's Charlotte learning how to be decent, um, which is similar, I guess, in some ways, which would explain maybe why the writers and or Helfer were having kind of a hard time getting a beat on that. Um, but I thought this was a a big improvement. Yeah, it is. Um, I agree. And in a in the don't overthink it corner, um, there's no <laughs> reason for her to be at the police station that much as a DA. Like she has other things to do. She should not be just getting coffee while at the precinct. She um, clearly needs some friends. <laughs> that disgusting coffee. Yeah, she's basically like, uh, if anyone needs me, I'm here. What yeah. can I do to do good? Is pretty much what like her mo is now. And I I just do love the moment of her like trying to drink the like precinct coffee and being like, oh no, this is bad. I haven't had bad coffee in how many years now? <laughs> I'm very here for her. Like I've, you know, represented people who do, of course, anybody knows that blah, 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 blah. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> yeah. They can keep going back She to keeps that saying well. allegedly. She keeps saying allegedly. Or when she said, um, that means he would kill him. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That one, that one, I think everybody was, everybody was clear on that one. Thank you, Charlotte, for your contribution to this conversation. <laughs> oh, she's trying, you guys. She yeah. is. Bless. It's, it's, it's very fun. I, I'm very on board with that. Um, so then that leaves us, I think, unless I'm forgetting something, with two main things to talk about. We got Lucifer and our, and we got Chloe and Bland, and then we, and we've got the case of the week combining them all together. So where shall we start? I just want to say, for once, Lucifer thinks the case is about him, and it is about him. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's usually rare. It was like one time at the end of season one, and now, and finally, he, he after all the times of saying, it's about me, it's about him. Yeah. Um, it was in, I, I liked Ellis's dynamic in this episode, while I still... I mean, is is mm, dumb, right? I Like, I still have a hard time with... Um, Oh, favors are my thing as part as and not like, how did you affix my wings to my bed? Like, how did you get me to have wings again? And what does that have to do with my face? That makes sense to me. But like, you can't do favors. Favors are what I do. Just doesn't like I don't (laughs) I I don't get that. Favors are his thing. I know they're his thing, but like, <laughs> but they're, but, but they're favors. having a devil face is also his thing. And yes. that seems like that's more personal. <laughs> the reason it's called deal with the devil and not deal with the sinner man, Allison. Come on. He invented favors. The, the, okay. Fair. I'll take your point, Latoya. Still, I think one motivation is more interesting than the other. That aside, watching, um, Ellis. Uh, watching Lucifer go through like the realization that these people that he interacted with, that he seems to think fondly of um, are being targeted because of the cinnamon, you know, (laughs) that I can, it was an interesting dynamic. It was usually you only see Lucifer react that way. If it's Chloe, or I guess that happened in the pilot. Um, you know, it's not often that his reaction is so personal. I thought it added a really interesting dynamic. And it's a, a nice touch that, like, so the first one, the first victim is obviously, like, he wanted to be a millennial Scarface, which is dumb. But also the second one, it's, it's clear, like, 
like she just became like a, a beauty you know empire person like it's a legit thing so not just even like he's getting all these people in nefarious schemes either it's like this was clearly by all accounts an innocent woman and mm-hmm. she suffered greatly because of this damn cinnamon i <laughs> very much enjoyed ella's like hair thing that she was doing <laughs> because he was doing it's like I'm, i use her hair products or you can tell from the shine <laughs> i mean there is shine to that hair there is shine it's true yeah. bouncy noel do you have any thoughts on this i think it works generally pretty well in terms of again alice doing a lot of the heavy lifting and getting this to work um from just the personalized reactions, which I think like vary over time, like the extremeness of his reaction, as Allison mentioned, kind of varies a little bit. But if it's one of those things that just kind of deeply offends like some personal sense or some personal code within his brain, then he reacts like this. So I think that there's that it makes sense. And then on top of the whole idea of favors of my thing, which I agree with Allison is really stupid, but I think it's <laughs> fine. His thing. Favors are his thing, but it's fine. I don't, I don't, I don't care that much. What I do care about are other like stupid nitpicky logistics things. Like, does his power work over video camera? Because I have a lot of questions. (laughs) Yeah. Does his power only work if you have functionally, functional eyesight, right? Yeah. If you're blind, it just doesn't work. I don't, I don't buy it. I mean, it gives us that awesome moment at the end, right? Which is so striking and right. memorable. But, like, I don't think it's worth sacrificing the fact that his ability should work on anyone that he's yeah. around um, to get there. In theory, that would mean that Lucifer can do his Lucifer desire shtick, whatever the hell Chloe calls it, on everyone except for people who are visually impaired in some way. Which, like, I mean, if someone forgets <laughs> their glasses, can Lucifer, at, like, did we just figure out a way to beat Lucifer? Um, if I put on a sleep mask and, like, <laughs> don't let him tug it off, am I safe? Um, like, yeah. never let Lucifer near, like, a professional poker game where all those guys are wearing sunglasses and hoodies the entire time. Yeah, what about <laughs> sunglasses? What? Like, you've been, like... Just he, he surely he's talking. I mean, he wears sunglasses, so I don't like think it's necessarily visually impaired as so as opposed to someone who like gouges their eyes out completely, which is a slightly different. Oh no, but but he was saying because he wasn't taking his glass uh, in the video camera because yeah. Yeah. Lucifer was trying to do his his desire magic. Yeah, but I think video that camera. possibly sunglasses or something in person would be better than sunglasses through a camera through a TV screen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. You're doing some work here, LaToya, and I appreciate it. Yeah. I appreciate the work. I have an easier time buying that it's like a vocal thing. Like if that they can hear his voice. Yeah. Like that makes more sense to me. But yeah. I just appreciate it. It's that a very it's silly Kevin thing Carol. for us to focus kind on. Kind of like a siren case. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Basically. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, this feels to me like they came up with this idea, this like like somebody watched is what is it final destination what's the movie with where we're going we don't need eyes anybody back to the future no it's not (laughs) no 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 are you sure yes sam neil it's sam neil it doesn't matter nope (laughs) um anyway event horizon uh, yes event horizon thank you i was was close 
What horror movies has Sam Neill been in? It's literally like three. So. Well, thank you for helping me get there. You're right. Um, anyway, I, it feels like they were like, you know, it'd be really cool if someone's like, I'm never going to let Lucifer do the Lucifer on me. I'm going to take out my own eyes and then worked backwards from that. Yeah. Um, because it just, I mean, it's a really cool moment. It was the sequence leading up to it was really cool. Um, it was very upsetting. All of those things good good ending to the episode um but it just sort of felt like they concentrated on that scene and then didn't super put in the work to get there i guess um so it was a little unsatisfying for me yeah i think a lot of that just boils down to they never really parsed out like the extent of his powers and just went okay that's that's what it is mostly i just appreciated that this was kevin carroll Mm-hmm. AKA John Murphy from the leftovers. And it's just like, Oh, He's the guy who told really good. Mm-hmm. the guy who told bum fortunes to people, this is appropriate for him. <laughs> <laughs> See, now that I have finally watched all of the leftovers in entirety, like this kind of like, I can get the full perspective yeah. when I am uh, criticizing anything center man related. Um, <laughs> but so that will be next episode. Yeah. More on that tomorrow. But uh, for me, I don't even think I feel like it's that. No, I feel like it's just, they, for plot reasons, they can't have Lucifer do his whammy on yeah. him. So then they need a reason that his whammy doesn't work. And they don't want to take anything away from Chloe's specialness with it not working on her. Um, so th- they came up with this. And it's, it's like one of those things where it's just like, yeah, it, it, it's just the show breaks a little bit because there's this thing and they're just trying to tap dance around around it with a very memorable cliffhanger. Marcus says, I wonder if it's more Lucifer seeing the eyes, nothing to do with the human themselves. So like Lucifer needs to see them, not the person needs to see Lucifer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mm. will honestly be able to talk more about this particular aspect of this episode with tomorrow. Like, that <laughs> and even future episodes, yeah. basically. Right. So I, cool. I can't go into what I really want to say, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I do like that Sinner Man's whole, like, I do appreciate the lampshade hanging of overplayed sort of meatpacking warehouse as a layer and Lucifer acknowledging that and then trapping him in a saw room. Um, I was just like waiting for him to have to like saw off his arm to break through a door or something. Um, it's like that, but it wasn't that complicated either. It wasn't that complicated either, but I also appreciated him walking into that room and me being like, buddy, that door looks real heavy. I don't think you can <laughs> punch through it. You're just going to be trapped here for a little while. <laughs> uh, one thing I really liked just about uh, the presentation of that and when, uh, May showed up is like, because uh, they're going back and forth in their little discussion slash argument because Lucifer can't stop being a bad friend for two seconds. <laughs> um, <laughs> is like uh, the color scheme where you have like um, Lucifer inside the freezer. It's all blue, kind of like the color of, of the hell that we see. And then you have Maze in like the red, like hellfire, obviously. And that's really nice. So it's like, it's a nice uh, visual moment in an episode that didn't really need it, but, it, and it's like, it doesn't draw attention to it, but it's just there and nice and good to see. Yeah, I, I like the aesthetics like of, like, it. the TV <laughs> design, right? I like the look of whatever video the Cinderman was shooting, you know, from, like, the just the design for all that stuff. Yeah, I thought, I I, I like that aspect of the episode. Very um, Winter Soldier. Reminded me of that, that Toby Jones segment of whatever the hell the Nazi doctor's name is in Winter Soldier. Um, Zola. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Um, good, it was good and creepy. I feel similarly, LaToya, in terms of, 
like the episode didn't need to go that hard uh, with the sequence leading up to the eye gouge um, where you see Chloe. And this is maybe a good transition to talking about Lieutenant Bland. You see Chloe like smiling and Lucifer sort of taking all these things in. You can tell that he's got a sense that there's something sort of wrong happening and he makes his way. It was it reminded me a bit of um, that really terrific slow motion sequence in God Johnson Um and that it just sort of nicely set the tone for something very unsettling to happen. Yeah. And uh, just speaking of that scene real quick, I, I do like that the scene also has like basically literal suits from downtown, basically patting uh, Pierce on the back for <laughs> his good job. Like they keep bringing up the suits downtown and then the suits downtown show up. Just be like, good job. <laughs> <laughs> this show is so obsessed with the size of Tom Welling's arms and shoulders. So obsessed. That- I mean, as am I. <laughs> Yeah, no, they're huge. What they really should do is when the suits come and pat him on the back, they Lucifer should really check all the boxes by having them pat him on the back and then go, ow, oh my <laughs> hand, you are so ripped. Just ridiculous. Yes. Well, that, that takes us to our last part of the episode. And uh, similarly to what the show is doing with Linda and Menadiel, they really want you to try to get invested in some level of attraction. Between I Chloe and Blanche. Don't see again, I can't say anything, but I don't know if they actually do want you to get invested in them. But characters such as Ella are invested in them, but I don't know if the show itself wants you to. Yeah, but the show wants you to think that they're that Chloe's feeling something. Which I understand. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, again, I get that. Silverbox Tom Welling is, yeah, uh, just, is a hunk of beef. They're just trying so hard that I the palette immediately rebels for me. It's just like yeah. I mean, it it's a weird combination of like try hard but also kind of works for me. Like it's okay. just like I showed up on my motorcycle and brought you dinner. It's just like this is really weird, but I'm sort of into it. I don't understand how <laughs> I'm feeling right now. <laughs> I don't also I also don't don't understand what Chloe's type is, so that's also a thing. That's I mean yeah. like yeah, I... like there's Dan, obviously, and Lucifer sometimes. And then there was like the hot doctor from God Johnson. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't know what Chloe's type is really. Yeah. <laughs> and that's okay. Like some people don't, I don't have a type really. I also yeah. don't have a type. But I feel like for a TV show character, you should kind of know their type. Right. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just throwing handsome guest stars at people. And it's just like. Yeah. I guess her type is anyone who can like stand her talking about her kid. Yeah, <laughs> as we learned in the last episode, Author- uh, Marcus suggests authority. That does which work feels out, like actually. the most accurate type for Chloe is like yes. just that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Marcus, yeah. Marcus, you're on fire Marcus today. Is, Dan was senior to her when she st- when they met. So yeah, yeah. Interesting. Okay, so Allison, where are you at with this? Uh well, um, <laughs> I you know. Uh, <laughs> feeling it sure um, really allison but mm, uh, i'm surprised mm, but i assume uh I, okay so i assume that i'm the only person on this podcast 
including the person who's joining us in the chat today, that doesn't know what Pierce's deal is, but there is obviously a deal. And I've been sort of, because I for a while I was like, well, he's the sinner man, clearly. And it's not that. Unless maybe it is, who the fuck knows? But clearly there's a thing, <laughs> right? Like there's some deal. He has some kind of thing and that's why he's not a character yet because he's a mystery (laughs) and i just am kind of bored of it and would like to know what the solution is already and i'm not gonna ask questions about it because noel has said that he knows some of the things this season and everybody else has already seen it um how about you ask questions then we can not answer them and you get very frustrated fun great podcast material you can do what my partner does and when i ask questions like that she just takes a long sip of water (laughs) um okay good yeah please feel free to does everybody have a beverage yes okay great ready um so i assume he and i'm just gonna say things and then put upward inflection in my voice so they sound like questions um uh i assume he's either a serial killer or some sort of biblical figure like an angel or a demon or he's adam or he's some like or something some uh, who knows he's clearly moses Moses. but he's He's, moses no he's the jesus that noel's always asking about gabriel it was tom welling the whole time He's he's David. He's Solomon. Goliath. He's fucking somebody. Yeah, he's Goliath. Yes. Oh my god, he's Goliath. <laughs> he is, yeah, he's Goliath. Um, uh, the Lucifer would really like you to know that. Yeah, he's got large arms, so it's got to be that. Um, or that's why yeah, his arms are so David. large, and he's David, and it's from all the slingshot practice. That's why his arms are so thick. <laughs> um, so, oh, that's supposed to be a question. So that's what I think. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, everybody okay. want to take a sip it sounds like the main thing is you want the show to actually tell you things about this character i, I want him to pull the, the trigger yeah i think yeah. the show yeah. is overestimating pull the slingshot my interest in nebulous mystery yeah. plus yeah. handsomeness like i've that's gotta be more than that it's not enough for me so if they're gonna continue to devote time to this character then they either need to shit or get off the pot basically i'm uh, just Allison, bored you've seen crisis so why do we not assume that he is clark kent oh well because uh, i don't know i guess he is also wearing a flannel they do like tom welling in a flannel I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. Um, Latoya raises I mean, an I interesting point. After many years of watching Smallville and him wearing the same damn flannel or just wearing a blue shirt or a red shirt and that's all he wears and 10 seasons, 10 goddamn seasons. Actually, no, in season eight, he started dressing well. So seven goddamn seasons of wearing <laughs> a red shirt or a blue shirt and a stupid red or blue jacket. I'm going to rewatch the stupid show. <laughs> uh, Latoya raises an interesting point, which is that Tom Welling exists on Earth 666, which is where we yes. find Lucifer. Yes. In the crossover in Crisis yes. on Infinite Earths. Which is our Earth for all intents and purposes. That yes. That established. Right. Yeah, Clearly, <laughs> all of this is going on. We're definitely on Earth 666. Um, which means that like um, Brandon Ruth as both one of the Supermen and mm-hmm. the Adam that there's some sort of 
between whoever Tom Welling is in this universe and the Clark Kent of the Smallville universe. Um, Yes. You've hit it on the head. You've got it exactly right. But that still doesn't explain why he's so boring. No. Well, (laughs) it it does sort of because Clark Kent from Smallville is kind of boring. Okay. Well, then maybe that's why he's so boring. boring. Instead of just like a, a prick who is selfish and in the crisis i was like this vindicates what i was saying for 10 seasons where of course he gave up his powers and decided not to help people because he's a piece of shit he's a selfish piece of shit and this is where you like just cut off my microphone game <laughs> marcus wants to does that mean tom willing's lieutenant bland is in many other universes too could be could played by other people <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That, yeah well but maybe they aren't bland then yeah. <laughs> maybe you know because on those other universes there isn't some big mystery about them they can just relax and be themselves yeah on other earths they're calling him lieutenant guns which is what i would be calling him yes. if he weren't so boring because like yeah. i said before i i even with all my issues with clark kent tom welling was never like clark bland or something in this kind of sense basically mm-hmm. he definitely yeah. emoted more even when i was furious with his character yeah um so, again, like I said, a lot of it is based on direction, and yeah. we'll find out he's Goliath soon, so. And that's the, and that I think sort of sums up the point that I'm trying to make, where it yeah. seems like they're o- they're overestimating my engagement in a lot of things, but namely nebulous mystery, like, ooh, handsome and mysterious, he's so taciturn, but he rides a motorcycle, what a conundrum this man is and i like I didn't, that's not my reaction so they need to just i like i'm gonna need them to pull the trigger on that so that i can engage with the story at the very least because the the character and the performance are doing nothing yeah. for me and i don't disagree with allison at all even knowing sort of like where this goes a little bit of like it's also like sort of like trying my patience a little bit as well um even though like i'm looking for like little things to kind of point where they're going but it's still like I have. I would like this to start, please, and thank mm. you. Yeah, um, yeah. And it kind of has started, but yeah, there is a little thing that kind of points in the direction in this episode. Yeah, since you, yeah, you know, you know, Noel. So I yeah. can did say he that. get? Did he get a haircut? Yes, <laughs> is that what it is? He's Samson. Is he Samson? You got it right. Yeah. Oh my well, god! We, Wait, hold on. Is yeah. it the is it the dead brother thing? <laughs> How are those beverages, assholes? <laughs> okay, uh, wait, but wait, but what are you drinking today, Allison? By the way, it's just coffee. It oh. wasn't. It, it, it no alcohol today. No, I mean, if I needed it, hold on, I'd be all set. Oh wow, <laughs> jeez, holy shit, that's my bar. I'm like I'm drinking a rosé. By I'm the way, I'm serious about my bar cart, man. I got. I could make you a lot of classic cocktails. As Could you mail as... me some classic cocktails, please? Probably not. I wish yeah. I could. Look at a thermos. I'm, not looking at... <laughs> I'm just going to send you a thermos. Send me a goddamn thermos. Okay, we cocktail. need to focus because this is delightful, but I have to edit it. Okay. So, you keep um, this in. Point being, uh, I think that I'm ready for his whole deal to be done. And if the thing is the brother thing. But wait, but the Sinner Man killed his brother. He didn't yes. kill his brother. Okay. Yeah. But he didn't kill his brother. Yeah. So, okay, never mind. The thing for me is, you know, as someone who does know exactly what's coming, right? 
mm-hmm. I I just sit here watching go like I know why they're making some of these choices and it's not worth it. Because... I know why and I also don't know why for a lot. Yeah. And this is like, this is my first time rewatching this season and I, cause now I kind of want to like just watch an episode a day with you guys but also I kind of want to just get through it so I don't know what I'm going to do. Because here's the thing, <laughs> no. when, if I just no if I just get through it I'm going to still rewatch whatever episode I'm on with you guys anyway. So I'm going to No, no, no. Yeah. It was just the 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 just the description in that way just made I, Allison sad. Oh, it, no, no, no. I want to like binge watch it so I can see if it like goes down smoother that way as okay. opposed to almost week to week to whatever day to day, yeah. Yeah, whatever space there was that they put for these episodes mm-hmm. when it was airing, so. Yeah. Because um, uh, I will say for a lot of the season and this is something in general that uh, happens with the show specifically like viewers because like there are a lot of things in this season I do like but like it's one of those things where like you have to see the full picture eventually to see how it goes and I know a lot of people got frustrated with certain parts of this, this season not even like the cinnamon stuff where I'm just like please just like wait for it to play out to see where it goes and like it's not just one thing and then like eventually it, it was like shown see it's not just one thing but like I know like some viewers, a lot of them, you know, they get so frustrated. It's like, well, this is not what I want exactly. So I'm like pissed. Like, let's say, for example, Candy Morningstar. Obviously, that episode had like the twist. And, you know, Lucifer had not fallen for this new woman, Candy. But so many people were upset with that episode. And like, I got like 10 minutes in and I shut it off. It's like, well, you, you missed what the story was. <laughs> because you were so upset. Like, they they hurt your ship or something. And it wasn't given to you immediately what the truth is. And I know some people hate it off the record because they're like, this makes no sense at all for the same reason. Or it's like, please just pay attention to the story. And so I I kind of want to say that there are some things coming up in this season where it's like, it might frustrate you, but like, and also next season too, but like get the full story first before you, you like, obviously you're not going to like completely write off the show for like certain things. And, I, and again, I'm not even talking about like Pierce, Lieutenant Bland stuff specifically. But uh, she is. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I am not. But I just, I, that's one of the things I had to do with my reviews where I'm just like, can we please just let it play off and play out? And can we just discuss what is presented to us and not be like, oh, so the show completely jumped the shark. And, and that's my little soapbox for today. <laughs> I do think that, that uh, Pierce is more interesting when they let him just hang out with Chloe. I think because he feels like a person then. Um, as opposed to someone who's supposed to be mysterious and hot and interesting. Like, I was talking to Latoya about this earlier, but, like... And I disagreed with her. The opening <laughs> scene when Chloe comes in and he's changing, and it's supposed to be all steamy. I'm like, I'm getting absolutely nothing here. There's nothing. All and then, steak and no sizzle. It's just, like, okay, it's a person changing their shirt. Oh, this is supposed to be, like, sexual tension. There's just, there's just none. Versus, there's, there's at least he feels like a person when Chloe comes back to talk to him later, and she, and he thinks that she's asking about the personal day, and he's frazzled. He, because in that moment he feels like a person. He feels, yeah, human. I really, yeah, I really know. like that moment where he's like, oh, I, about the personal day. I haven't like been able to check the calendar, but like, I'm gonna do it. And- it. It's like he wasn't just blowing her off in the beginning. It's like he literally is going to check into it, but. It, Part of it seems like maybe what we're supposed to be seeing of Pierce, especially like in the first scene, is like Chloe's projection of him, basically, which what she sees of him. Like she sees him blowing her off, but like he, he's being serious to the point of like, yeah, I'll I'll look into it. And then later you get like the real version of him. He's like, yeah, I'm going to look into it. I'm just reminding you that I'm going to look into it. 
Um, and also speaking of steak, Noel, uh, they go to the smokehouse in Burbank in this episode. And I was just like, that made me look up, is smokehouse delivering? And it is. And I have not ordered delivery at all during this quarantine, but now I kind of like, I'm, I've been craving some things and I kind of want to like order a prime rib. <laughs> I mean, they apparently also have Smokey's baked goods food truck. So I think you should also take advantage of that somehow. I see if, if I open up, like I used to get delivery all the time, honestly, before this. Now I'm like, if I open up the floodgates, oh no. Yeah, I, I, I hear you. Well, okay. I think we are, we are on the fence on this, um, this part of the episode and we and some things are working and some too. things are not we've gone long we should wrap it up uh, Marcus if you have any questions or things you want us to hit on drop it in the chat otherwise final thoughts and uh, I'll show you you're back tomorrow yeah yeah and I have a final thought that none of us addressed but probably should have addressed it at the beginning which is when Maze returns uh, finally for good for the season thank god uh, and she hugs Linda and a little butt grab she gives her yes <laughs> oh yeah oh, I loved the butt grab and that Linda is just like gonna roll with it, and just yeah. like no, this is how this is how Maze says hello. Yeah. This is friendship with Maze. This is best friendship with Maze. So there you go. And it's it's so good. It's so good. I think that's how we should end, unless Allison has anything. No, I want to end with the butt grab for sure. Okay. Yeah, let's end with the butt grab. Well, that wraps up our conversation on Lucifer season three, episode nine, uh, the Sinner Man. And tomorrow we're gonna have the part two of this two-parter with episode 10, the sin bin. So more on that tomorrow. And uh, I will tell the people in the chat and, and that obviously on the podcast that uh, at least one of the things that we've been talking about wanting to happen happens in the next episode. So more on that tomorrow. Yay! That's my tease. Since more sin bin is grabs. not helpful. More, more butt grabs. More butt grabs. <laughs> <laughs> Until then, have a lovely day, everyone. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.